First of all, if you're waiting for your plane to leave and they're going to call your little numbers, right? don't stand in the hallway, okay? People are trying to walk. <laughs> Stick close to the gate. Right. I, it's a DFW airport. People will just stand in the middle of the hallway while people are trying to walk. Yeah. And I would have loved it if Dan Jarvis had plowed over <laughs> one of these casual business guys thinking, sitting in the middle of the hallway waiting for his – that would have been brilliant. Little little anti-in pretzels flying everywhere. <laughs> Hola everyone, this is Javier and I'm a big-ass runner, originally from Tijuana, Mexico, but currently running the trails of Madrid. Welcome to Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now here's your host, Jeff Harrell and Stephen Pritt. Well, thank you, Javi. Excellent job on that introduction. And welcome to the Big Ass Runner. My name is Jeff Harrell, as Javi just said. I'm the host, and this is episode number 126. We have a great show for you today. Segment number one is going to, well, let me back up a little bit. Believe it or not, this episode drops the day after Christmas. So much of the holiday has been celebrated. We have New Year's to look forward to and some other things. But we're going to do in segment number one, the best of 2022. I reached out to the Big Ass Runner Herd and said, hey, what were your favorite segments, Timmy Time songs, best race of the year, best aid station food, you name it. We have a bunch of feedback. We're going to go through that. That's going to be fun. That's segment number one, best of 2022. And then segment number two, he is back two consecutive weeks. Special guest Stephen Pritt will be here, and we play a fun little game that Stephen came up with called Starting Line or Finish Line, and I think you're going to really enjoy it. It'll be a lot of fun. But first, I wanted to say a big thank you to the Big S Runner Herd we launched a YouTube channel now a couple of weeks ago, and I have gotten such great feedback from the herd, words of encouragement, people like Kelly Black saying, hey, so excited to see you on YouTube. Thanks, everyone, for your kind notes for watching the videos. I'm seeing the numbers are awesome for subscribing. YouTube channel, like anything else, takes a while to build, but honestly, it's not about even the numbers. It's more about, are we providing value to the trail running community? So please give us feedback. Please check it out. Subscribe. We'd love it for you to subscribe. And also give us feedback on what kind of videos you want to see. We launched with five videos. We've added a couple since then. We're trying to do one a week. And we would love to know what topics that you would want to hear about. So again, big thanks to everyone for your kind words of encouragement. Those are the kinds of things that keep us going here at the Big S Runner. So big thank you for that. And by the way, if you want to check out the channel, go to YouTube and just type in at Jeff Harrell, all one word, and it will take you to, you'll see my there's several Jeff Harrells, but there's only one that looks like me. And hopefully you know kind of what I look like. I've had on backwards. That's the channel. 
It's under my name because if you type in big ass, you'll get stuff you don't want to see. <laughs> Probably. So at Jeff Harrell is what you would search for on YouTube. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Subscribe, like, comment, all the things. With that, let's get going on episode number 126 of the Big Ass Runner. Hard to believe that 2022 is nearly over, and we wanted to highlight the end of the year by doing a segment around the best of 2022, but not my opinion. I wanted the opinion of the big-ass runner herd. And as always, you all did not disappoint. Got lots of great feedback. So we'll run through this. We've got best segment, best Timmy time. I mean, how do you narrow that down? Best guest, best race from this past year, gear of the year. And that even rhymes. It's amazing. Best aid station food, best running podcast. What could that be? Best hack and best kind of other category. So let's go through this. Kind of if you're running right now, it's probably a little chilly. So put on some, make sure you got some good layering going on. If you're listening to this, driving back home from Christmas time or holiday break, just settle in, get yourself a nice hot beverage and enjoy the best of 2022. We're going to start with best segment. And we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different nominations. And basically the way this works, if you get nominated, you win. We're all about lots of winners here. These would be the seven that you guys thought were the best segments from this past year at the Big S Runner. In no particular order, number one, you guys really resonated with Marcy's cheap-ass stuff. In particular, the Garmoon that she found, the fake Garmin that she still hasn't charged up, I think, more than once. It's incredible. But we heard from Trisha, I heard from Ultra Kathy, heard from several folks that Marcy's cheap-ass stuff was their favorite segment of 2022. Kelly Fane loves why I run, and so do I, Kelly. And she said she couldn't pick just one. Hearing everybody's why is always inspiring and enlightening and always resonate with part of everyone's story. So I agree with that one. The Ask Marcy segment we did where we said, Marcy, does toilet paper go over or under? And she said, Hefe, it goes in the crack. Gene pointed out that was a highlight from 2022. Dr. Lisa got some love from several folks, including Brendan, in terms of just a great segment. She has such good practical advice. And if you don't follow Dr. Lisa on Instagram, she posts stuff daily that helps runners with all kinds of ailments and stretching and you name it, you'll find it on Dr. Lisa's channel 
on Instagram, Dr. Underscore Lisa. I think it's underscore DPT. Coach Greg, Ask Coach Greg, got lots of love. Casey, Darren, among others. And by the way, I should have said this, Marcy's cheap-ass stuff, you can find that in episodes 101, 102, 107, and 112. So check those out. Ask Coach Greg, you can find in episode 112 and 113. And Coach Greg is a popular guest on the show for sure because he is just so wise, has such good wisdom. Mike also agrees with Coach Greg, his best big-ass guest of 2022. Steven's new-ass stuff got us several votes, including Andres. You can find that in the last episode, episode 125, the latest edition of Steven's. Actually, he did. He was trying to copy Marcy. He didn't want Marcy to take over his territory. And then the Black Canyon recap got some love, too. That's episode number 82, where we talk about the Black Canyon 100K that I did back in February. We've got Coach Greg on that one, my wife Allison, who crewed me. Just a lot of taking you through a race like that, what happened. So there you go. Those were the nominations for best segment for 2022. Best Timmy time. How do you narrow it down? Well, Neil nominated, and this actually happened, I think, in 2020, late 2020, or maybe 2021. It's, but it but it lasts forever. It's Timmy Time's rendition of the Titanic song. Unbelievable. Gene also loved Timmy Time's rendition of She's Gone, said it was better than Hall and Oates. Yeah, Hall and Oates terrible live. I love their music, but man, live. We've talked about it many times in the show. Horrible, horrible live. Sam loved the covers of Alabama. That was on episode 122. And Andres loved when Tim told his backstory. If you've not heard that, definitely go back and check that out. Very vulnerable and, and transparent moment where Timmy Tom talked about some of the struggles that he went through. That's episode number 116. What about best guest? We had five nominations for best guest. We had a lot of love for... The interview that I did with Chris McDougal and Eric Orton from Born to Run, Kelly and Sam and Stacy all enjoyed that. That was episode 123. And we talked to, if you've heard about the book Born to Run, this is the sequel. It's more of a training guide, but Chris and Eric both are very interesting people. And I thought that was a really good segment. So there you go. The Chris McDougal, Eric Orton, Born to Run segment. That's episode 123. Sarah Vandernoot, always an awesome guest. Unstoppable Mo, Lisa, all nominated that one. That's episode number both 96 and 115, if you want to go check those out. Several people said, and I agree with this one too, including Sadie, said Courtney Boyle. Courtney is such an amazing person. She was on twice this year, episode 103. She had just completed Cocodona when we had that interview. And then she came back because she was going to attempt to do all four 200 plus mile races in the same calendar year. And we had to find out if she did it. That's episode 120. So definitely check that out. And then Gene wanted to say, hey, 
the episode inside the herd with Denver and Kelly, he said all of them are amazing, but he's really connected with both Denver and Kelly through Instagram. So check that out as well. That's episodes 87 and 88. And then Gene and others also said it's just great to have Steven back on from time to time, which I agree. You'll hear from Steven here in a little bit. He's been on episode 125 and this one 126. So there you go. Best guests from the year. Well, had some nominations for best race. Mo loved Lake Murray and Caroline said not Lake Murray. <laughs> you could hear a tale of two races at the same race. I know Unstoppable Mo enjoyed her distance and got we got to hang out with her after her race. Caroline had a, a longer distance, and this was a very tough conditions. And so she said, not Lake Murray. Mo said, Lake Murray. We're going to go back next year because it's just a great, if you want to camp at a race, it's a really good one. Check that out. Another best race of the year from Moose would be any one of the Aravipa races here in Arizona. I totally agree because I that's what I did, Black Canyon 100K, Black Canyon Ultras is Aravipa race, and it was awesome. They do a great job. Great job. Darren Beck, and by the way, Darren is part of the Trailhead Running Supply. We talked about last week a running store dedicated to trail running here in the Dallas area. He said both Rocky Raccoon and Running the Rose were his best races of the year. And I agree. I've I've done both of those races and love both of them in the Piney Woods and a lot of fun. What about gear of the year? A lot of love for the Vander Jacket. If you have not checked out VanderJacket.com, if you want something that is unique to you, unique to trail running, Fun, functional, check out Vander Jacket. They've got regular jackets. They've got vests. They are awesome. But check out that. Had several people nominate that as gear of the year, including Sadie. Anything from Path Projects. You know, we're big fans. They are partners of the show. But it's because we love their stuff before we even knew about, you know, who was behind that company and, and both Jeff with a G and Hayden that sounds familiar nominated path projects. Well, Sadie loves it. She had a couple here. Lily Trotter's compression socks. Had to check these out. I would not, was not familiar with these and fun, fun, different colors looks really, really cool. And she also nominated the Petsy IKO core headlamp as gear of the year. Well, Gene, and by the way, thank you for this, Gene, says the big-ass runner hoodie, so comfortable. I agree. If you've got one of the big-ass runner hoodies, I just ordered a few. I have a few left. If you're interested in one, send me a note, Jeff at BigAssRunner.com. They are not on the website. By the way, hoodie prices have gone crazy. I reordered a few, and they have gone up considerably. But that is a nomination from Gene. And then Andres says the Nike Zagama, which I'd heard, I'm very familiar with the Wild Horse, but the Zagama I'd heard about as a trail running shoe from Nike. I've not tried them, so I may have to check this out, take Andres's advice. Of course, I can't run right now for a while anyway, so I'll just have to admire them from a distance. 
Well, another gear of the year nomination is from Moose, and he says it's got to be the Hoka Speedgoat 5. Well, there you go. There's some gear of the year. What about best aid station food? Well, Matt says Oreos with banana middle. I got to try that. An Oreo with a banana middle. Now, I'm wondering, is it the full Oreo on each side and a banana in the middle? Or do you take apart the Oreo and put the banana in the middle? Either way, it's probably fantastic. Gene says, and I agree with this, pizza. Best. Well, I don't know if it's the best aid station food, but it is the perfect food. Hot, cold, lukewarm, medium warm, kind of chilly. Doesn't matter. It tastes delicious. It's easy to carry around, easy to eat. The perfect food, pizza. Another entry in the best aid station food from Mike would be orange slices and Oreos. I wonder if he's got bananas in the middle of those Oreos. Brennan says, and I'm man, this is a race I've wanted to do. We've talked about it on the show. The Legacy, the Whitefish Legacy 50K. Brendan ran it. We talked about it on the show and he went and ran it, said it was amazing, but also said the pierogies at the summit were next level as far as aid station food. And Andres and a couple other folks mentioned the Chapas special, saying they haven't even had it necessarily, but it's got to be the best aid station food. And you would be correct. Run Bandera this year if you're interested. Actually, in a few days, this first weekend of 6th, 7th, 8th, whatever that weekend is of January out in Bandera, Texas. It's a great race. We are running an aid station, the Chapas aid station at mile 22. Check that out. Well, unsolicited, we had a nomination for best running podcast from Sadie. Sadie, you get a gold star. Teacher's pet because thank you so much. Love that answer. Thank you so much, Sadie, for that. And then what about best hack? We had a couple of nominations for best hack. Neil says cutting liners out of shorts is his best hack. And I'll tell you, if you check out the YouTube channel, I do a video on the best trail running shorts. And I talk about that issue because there's a problem with liners. Go check out the video and you will hear more about that. But that is a good hack deal. Well, another best hack of 2022. And this comes from Mike. And I agree because we talked about this on the show last week. The dude wipes, the portables, throw them in your bag. They come in handy for lots of different things, including the unfortunate Code Brown situation. And then Andre says, Gorla gear. And if you remember, this was, I believe, a very early Stevens New Ass stuff. The Gorla gear and the orange something or other. It's basically seat covers, kind of temporary seat covers that keep you from sweating all over the place in your car. That is a good hack because it can get ugly, especially in the summer when you're sweating, especially when you sweat like I do. That's a great hack. Well, the last nomination comes in the other category because I wasn't sure exactly where to put it, but I love the nominations from our friend Kelly Fain. She says, my best of 2022 is my continued longstanding friendships with members of the herd. Amen to that, Kelly. Thank 
One of the biggest joys about doing this podcast is connecting with you guys and seeing you guys connect with each other. So really encourage that. Get out on Instagram and find find other herd members and, and connect. It is amazing. Social media has its challenges, but one of its benefits is the ability to meet people across the country, across the world, and build a connection and someday hopefully get to meet in person. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That is the best of 2022. One of the things we love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there just making it happen this week. And his name is awfully cool. We want to give a shout out and kudos to Jeff Jordan, who is going after his first, I believe it's his first belt buckle at Charleston at the Charleston 100. He's running it basically now timing of the show and when he's actually running the race I can't do that kind of math in my head but I love that Jeff is going after this doing some big big things we will report back on how that race went for Jeff but just excited Jeff that you mark that on your calendar you're going after it and you're going to get it done this time or next time who knows we'll find out but Jeff way to go Well, Big Ass Runner heard, you're not going to believe this, but I found someone wandering around outside of the Big Ass Runner studio. I had him come on in and have a sit, and it's our familiar friend, Stephen Pritz. Thank you, Jeff, for letting me in. It was so cold outside. I was walking around. I thought there was free food in here, but it was really the headquarters. It was the Bobo Bars. It was the Bobo Bars. I thought there was free free versions of those in, inside, so... Welcome back two weeks in a row. Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. This is this is awesome. And and how are you doing? How's how's your foot going? The foot, it, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it's it's painful. Yeah, it's a long recovery process, right? It's way too long. I can't run until April, ah. which feels a long way yeah. away right now. It, it's because it is a long way away. Yeah, I'm sure it'll go fast in some ways and slow in others. But hey, it is what it is. All I can say is. Got the foot fixed. That's so important, though. It wasn't running related. Yeah. People were saying, oh, you see what you get from running? Wasn't running related. Yeah. It was, I don't know, DNA. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way my foot was made. It's a Clydesdale thing. It's very much so. Uh, yeah. But through, in, at the end of this, I'll be able to run better, I think. Yeah. I think I'll be able to run more stably. Stably? Is that a word? Stably? With, with Clydesdale, it's always a word. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> they're they're going to put me in the stable here in a <laughs> right. second. Hey, keep on talking. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> so, but yes, thanks for asking. It's yeah. it's going to you know, it's going to heal. It's right. going to be fine. It's going to be fine, but it's going to be a process. Right. So it's kind of like a temporary stall. 
Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. A temporary stall. Well, Stephen, why why did you uh, decide to come back? I think you've got a little treat for us. Yeah, it's it's not a continuation of dad jokes, but... Dang but, it. Yeah. Hey, all kidding aside, though, I just have to say to everybody for Jeff, I, I think it takes a little amount of courage to actually go and decide to do this surgery and to go through the recovery process and, you know, beyond just health and running and those kind of things. But, you know, people put stuff off that maybe they shouldn't have because of either like concern or fear or unknown or risk and that kind of stuff. So I just want to say as a friend, I know we've talked about it before, but like good on you for, you know, for, for doing that and having the courage to, I know it sounds like something like, well, of course you want to get it fixed, but not everybody's the case. And I think the hope is, and I think it will be, you'll just continue to keep on growing in, in your running as well too. So, well, part of it was it, when I get gout in it, it uh-huh. really hurts bad. Yeah. <laughs> And so the doctor's like, well, it's probably time. Yeah. I said, yeah, it's probably time. And then the second thing is I do believe that I want to do a hundred miler at some point. And I just felt like the foot, the way it was, that wasn't a great idea. So this is going to give me some options. Wow. I think that we, I think there was just a press release drop there, right there. A little, a little bit. Might have been. You know what? If you say it on the air, I was going to say, I think we need to. Rewind that in a little bit. Steve Sassafras <laughs> Saunders, please delete. Just kidding. Don't leave it. Leave it in there. I'm going to, you know what? Are you going on record? Wait a minute. I feel I'm like not going on record. Effort. Okay. I'm not going on okay, record. I don't want to call you out. Yeah. So we're, we're going to leave it though. We're okay. going to leave it. And you know, hey, let's, let's go for it. So you're saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. All right. Well, what do you have for us, Stephen? We're very excited. Yeah. So Jeff, this is something that, you know, I'm just going to surprise you on something like this. So it's a, it's a new little segment that I was thinking about and I'm calling it headlines or finish lines. Ooh. Yeah. So you don't know what these stories are, but what I've done is I have spent hours. (laughs) I mean, hundreds of half of hours um, looking around at headlines related to running and running type of topics. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the the headline and read a little bit of the story. And you're never opinionated. So I would true. It's true. I want to I'm going to read the story to you. And I want to hear your strong opinion. Is this a headline that we should all be paying attention to? Or is this something that's a finish line and just get rid of it? You're done. It's not it's nothing. It's no big deal, basically. Okay. Yeah, I'm game for that. Okay. So Jeff has not heard these. He is he is not he's not privy to virgin snow over here. Yeah, you're just what that means. But that's what I am. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'm just going to skip that one. I'm I'm all flustered now. And anyway, so we're going to get started. So here again, Jeff, I'm going to read these headlines and then I'm going to read a little bit of the story. And then you tell me if it's a headline, it's worth knowing about, you know, water cooler conversation, or this is a finish line. Steven, get that junk out of here. Whoa, rejected. One. I know, exactly. All right, here's the first one, Jeff. Maybe you've heard about this or not. A man runs a sub 3.3 marathon, which is pretty fast, right? But he's chain smoking the whole entire time a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) So here he is. He's running a sub 3.3 marathon and absolutely no question, you know, that smoking is not good for you. Usually it doesn't go with running. 
And despite this advice, this guy runs a whole entire marathon, crosses the finish line, and clocked in at three hours and 28 seconds. And he finished 574th out of 1,500 runners. Headline or finish line? Well, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Right. First is you got to admire the fact that he could run that quickly smoking a pack of cigarettes. Right. So just the the dexterity. That's what I was thinking. The, you know, how do you light them? You know, I yeah. mean, there's there's a lot. You know, I can barely just run and not fall over. Right. So I admire that. Yeah. So I'm going to give him thumbs up just for the execution. Right. But the overall health and signal it sends, that is a finish line for me. Yeah. Because you've got people, it's making headlines. Right. People are like, oh, I'm going to start smoking and I can run a three-hour marathon too. That's true. No, sir. No. We don't want to, we don't want to put that uh, in the in the public eye as something you want to do when running. You know what? I smoke cigars from time to time. Yeah. But chain smoking is just so bad for you. Yeah. I mean <laughs> there's pictures and it's like the industrial revolution's going off in his mouth while he's running. So, <laughs> I mean, like I'm with you, Jeff. I mean, here's here's one thing I know that you'd have strong when he's done, I mean, three hours of smoking, like hopefully he's not flicking the the butt on the floor or the or the road, right? Or so I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now to all the big S runner herd members that do smoke. Right. My apologies. Right. For what I'm about to say. <laughs> Every smoker is a litterer. They throw their butts out of the window. I've never seen a smoker who's like, you know, I'm gonna actually put this Cigarette butt in a respect respectable receptacle. Say that ten times. They throw it outside for someone else to pick up. They're all litterers. Uh, I knew that was a hot button. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're you're not you're not wrong. So yeah, I I think he would actually need a whole crew to to light the cigarette to to. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to put the, the one that's kind of got a burning ember in your pocket and all of a sudden your <laughs> rear's on fire. So like no. your butt's on your butt and you're on fire. I mean, yeah. So, all right. So you're saying like respect for the second, but no. I appreciate the execution. I don't I don't like the, the, the tactic. All right. Let's go with that. All right. That's a, that's a good, strong opinion. And I, and I agree. I mean, we, we want people to, to be healthy. Good and, health. Yeah, good health. You know what? If you got a cigarette addic- addiction and you want to smoke, it's a free country. Right. Do whatever you want. I'm just saying I don't want that to be the model for young runners out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> smoke a pack a day. Uh, right. You can run a three-hour marathon. Right. All you kids that are 15 listening to this podcast. <laughs> Especially you in Latvia. Uh, yeah. You know, where smoking is more prevalent. Right. No vaping or, or smoking when, when you're running. It's it's not advisable. Only only this guy can do it. Agree. Okay. All right. Good strong opinion. I, I thought you might have a little bit of an extra opinion on the uh, on the trash. So I know I know you you love seeing trash on the trail. It's it's one of those things that you're like, 
Good for you. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, how about you that? Were, you were too busy to pick that up and you want someone else to do it for you. Right. Okay, good. All right, well, that's a good one. So that's a finish line. All right, this next one, um, Jeff, is something pretty interesting. I'm calling it the the Heathrow Hath. Ooh. All right. That's, so That's better than the MB Haffer. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's, that is way better than that one. Okay, so this one, Jeff, is kind of a fun one. So there were these guys who decided that they wanted to try <laughs> to run a half marathon at the Heathrow International Airport in London. So they had zero intention of actually like getting on a plane. So they were from London. They found the cheapest ticket they could get, which was to like Belfast, Ireland. <laughs> And they wanted to run the equivalent. They mapped it all out. They wanted to run the equivalent of a half marathon at Heathrow International Airport. And they actually ended up doing it in 67 minutes. So what? Yes. Getting in and out of security. And I'm not making this up. They actually have a YouTube video of this, of these two guys. And they filmed it. And they they organized a marathon in Terminal Five of Heathrow, half a half marathon. And they bought a ticket, like I said, to Heathrow. And they measured out a two point one kilometer loop around the, the lounge for runners to complete in ten minutes while dodging security the whole entire time. So the distance between clearing security for their flight and arriving to the gate, which closed every 40 minutes before departure. So these are pro athletes, obviously. So they wanted to see if they could do that. And one of the guy's names was Dan Jarvis. And he won this race in 67 minutes and 30 seconds to receive his medal at the gate with 10 minutes to spare to see if he could do that. It's, it's called, there's a race of it on YouTube. So the, the unsanctioned Heathrow Half Marathon. I have a very strong opinion about this, Stephen. <laughs> okay. I know you like to show up at airports really, really early. I do. So I, do. I, I don't know if it's tied to that or not. So. I get there really early. I give this a gigantic, gigantic headline. Yes! yes, yes, yes. Ding, 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 ding. Here's, here's the deal. Okay. People take life way too seriously. Uh-huh. Airports can be the worst. I'm actually guilty of this. Uh-huh. First of all, if you're waiting for your plane to leave and they're going to call your little numbers, right? don't stand in the hallway, okay? People are trying to walk. <laughs> Stick close to the gate. Right. I, it's a DFW airport. People will just stand in the middle of the hallway while people are trying to walk. Yeah. And I would have loved it if Dan Jarvis had plowed over <laughs> one of these casual business guys thinking, sitting in the middle of the hallway waiting for his – that would have been brilliant. Little little anti-in pretzels flying everywhere. Just, just knock him over. <laughs> Fro-yo. Exactly. Fro-yo everywhere. That's right. I love this, and we just you need to have fun in life, yeah. right? Have some fun. This was creative. It, the, the execution had to be amazing. Yeah, the planning. The what about the excitement? Seeing guys running, right? They're like that guy's really late for his plane. No, he's <laughs> yeah. running a half marathon in Terminal Five at Heathrow. Amazing. This is this is awesome. I want to watch this video. 
I am 100% headline. Okay, awesome. Well, maybe we can post it on the big-ass social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I found this fascinating, too. I, th- I thought it was creative, you know, down to, like, which terminal and what was the distance and making it a race to security. Like, do you, I mean, do you, did you have to get clear t- or, or pre-check? I mean, I don't know. TSA? I mean, what t- were they doing? Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm just really curious about this as well, too. But I thought it was cool. I was concerned you were going to give it a finish line, Jeff, because... You know, I was thinking, you know, you and I, we used to work together. I don't know if you guys remember, but Jeff used to be my boss, you know. Heck yeah, um, dude. I was oppressive. Uh, you were, yeah. I mean, goodness. <laughs> I know. That's, that's why, yeah, I had to. No, but Jeff was a great boss, by the way. But I thought, you know, we've traveled before. You like to get there early. I, I am a, I, I, not even an on-time person. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm a, you I'm like a, to maximize your time, not at the airport. Right, exactly. So I thought that maybe you would see this as inhibiting you, but nope. you would already be there. So I would be there cheering them on. Cheering them on. All right. Telling the people sitting in the middle of the hallway to get the flip out of the way. Right. I, I think there should be a trail running version of this, though. I think maybe we could put that out to the herd with like aid stations from like Starbucks and Auntie oh. Anne's and some of the common like Duncan kind of thing. You, you know, know what? DFW would be an amazing half marathon because of how big yeah exactly those terminals and they now connect a lot of them yeah exactly i bet we could do this and you get to go up the stairs and stuff so yeah. there's a little bit of vert involved yeah there is i think we should we should think about this or maybe go to like the one in colorado like a high altitude one or something I like, like it that. i don't I like it let's do it put it out there okay all right so that one was a definite uh headline all right here's the here's the next one jeff um this one's near and dear to me this one's called Don't Look Him in the Eye. All right. So this is for people <laughs> up in the Northeast. So there is a little town in Belmont, Massachusetts, and um, it's a quiet little nice Northeastern town and that kind of stuff. And they have like these little trails and walking paths and that kind of stuff. And they have these signs <laughs> that are very much about all the rules, Jeff, like stay on the trail, you know, don't do this, you know, $100,000 fine, $10,000 fine, you know, don't run with sticks, whatever. So this, it's still a mystery, but somebody actually decided to add additional signs to the the signs that were there and had things like don't look at somebody in the eye <laughs> so these were like very funny signs they made them look exactly like the signs that were on the trails like don't run with sticks they had some very funny creative signs that were out there and i don't know about you jeff but i've visited the northeast my my sister lives in boston and it's just a little different than Texas, you know? It's a little different. You yeah. don't really talk. So this was very creative where they, they put, you know, signs, as they say it, as public pieces of art, poking fun at all the different signs that were on the trails that were strictly in force, you know, kind of thing, and just kind of made fun of it. But to this day, they don't know who, who made all of these signs that were out there. But my favorite one was no running with sticks and uh, or you'll put your eye out. And don't don't look anybody in the eye. So very funny, very funny signs on a trail. Headline or finish line, Jeff? This one's a pretty clear cut for me as well. And this sounds like a big ass runner herd member might have done this. Exactly. This is genius. It is. This is genius. You know what? We got to have, like I said before, this last one, got to have more fun. Okay. I'm, I'm a little bit torn though, because... 
at Irwin Park. Uh huh. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Hikers go one way. Yep. Bikers go another. Invariably, it's always the hikers, not the runners. It's the hikers. They don't read, apparently. They can't read the signs. <laughs> so there are, there do need to be signs, appropriate signs. Right. Given instruction. Yeah. But let's have some fun with them. Yeah. Let's have some fun with them. Yeah. It's funny. We have a new section of at the park that Jeff and I were talking about where we run, and it's there's actually too many signs, and it looks like a pet cemetery. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> it looks like some mountain bikers were buried over there. I don't know what the signs are because I don't read mountain bike, but yeah. <laughs> it does. Because it, it's a it's a mountain bike hill, like, yeah, like a little series jump. of jumps. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And then there's all these tombstones it looks like like oh that guy didn't make it yep he tried he tried an endover i don't know whatever the, the terms are triple so. sow cow yes exactly yeah the flipping lindy or whatever what's that called so. <laughs> triple lindy triple, yeah flipping lindy yeah that's that's a headline i like it all Some, right someone's got a sense of humor we need we need more of that all right so we had the smoker which was a finish line not we're not going to finish that one we're not going to continue with that one he threw half what was definitely a headline you said don't look him in the eye. Okay, the next one, Jeff, I think this is already a gimme, but I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you. This one's called Perfect Snack on the Go. Oh, I love snacks. Yeah, so this is this is one that I think, I think I already know the answer, and then we've got one more after this. All right, so Jeff, this one is something that actually came from my company, Reuters News, and it's something that is very dear to you, and it is one of the first fresh pizza vending machines oh my goodness so this actually is a story that we found on reuters news and it is the a fresh pizza vending machine where you you pay you order your pizza and a fresh piping hot pizza so this is actually in rome and the story headline is it's prompting horror (laughs) and curiosity because i of course the italians take their pizzas very seriously but for about six euros, you can actually use the flaming red Mr. Go pizza machine. Uh, you get four different kinds of pizzas, like I said, costing around six euros. The machine needs the, the dough, tops the doughs, and customers can watch the pizza being cooked in a small glass window. And all of a sudden, you know, out comes your acceptable, as they said, if you're in their hurry, pizza. So lots of controversy about this in Rome. I don't know if the Pope has weighed in on this, but a pizza vending machine, and I thought you might like this because you've often credited pizza being the perfect snack, but is it worthy of vending machine? So headline or finish line, Jeff, the Mr. Pizza in Rome pizza vending machine. Very strong opinion about this one, Stephen. Yeah. Very. I have said, and I'm correct. Yes. Pizza. Pizza is <laughs> the perfect food. Yeah. It's the perfect food. You can eat it hot. You can eat it cold. You can eat it lukewarm. It's delicious. You can have it for breakfast, dinner. You can have it during a race, after a race. Before. It, it carbs, proteins, uh-huh. vegetables if you want them. Right. Olives, mushroom, whatever. Easy to eat. Let me ask you this, Stephen. If, right. you're, if you're having people over for a, for a game, what do you get most of the time? Pizza. Pizza. Right. Because it's the perfect food. Right. Don't jack with the perfect food. <laughs> All right. Don't throw it in a vending machine. We don't need to jack with the perfect food, especially Italians. 
You're but setting it, the standard. I know, but it's convenient. What if you're just got a, a hankering for, for pizza and like maybe you just finished a race. You're like, what's open? <gasps> Mr. Jim's or whatever it's called, you know, thing. So nah, no. you're jacking with it. I, I just, I, okay. I will, I will put an asterisk. Put a what by it? Asterisk. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> an asterisk. A big asterisk. A big asterisk. I would, if I could try it. Yeah. If I could taste it, if they've somehow through technology pulled it off, right? I could be converted to to a headline on this one, right? But I feel like they're just jacking with pizza, right? And you don't jack with pizza, Stephen. All right, well, this Jeff, is, this is a finish line. Yeah, I think I think you're right. So just so you know, I did I didn't tell you the rest of the story, but there there's an uproar in in Rome now because people thank are, you Romans. Yeah, so the Romans. <laughs> <laughs> sorry went back to the new testament days yeah thank you italian folks <laughs> yeah uh, but they said it's okay but it's not pizza I'm like exactly what is it then and then there's like terrible pizza really needs to be eaten hot so apparently it's not even hot and they're not buying it they're saying it's all out Re- reject the concept it's 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 not working for them so thank um, you you know what this is like steven this is like so my, i have my daughter got married yeah what do you have at, you know, at a wedding you have a wedding cake this right. is like getting out the easy bake oven <laughs> and creating a I wedding remember cake. This. yes Yes, it's not the same thing. Yeah, we can't commercialize. You can't throw it in a in a vending machine. You take your time. It's pizza. It's amazing. All right, all right. This is good. All right, Jeff. I got one more if we have time for it. So we have I- the time, Stephen. This is a podcast. We can go all day. All right. Well, I need to go back outside and wait outside for some more Bobo bars. All right. Here's the last one, and this is it has been sometimes an urban myth, but it is not because this is one that came out of Idaho. And it's called Just a Body. All right. Oh, boy. I can't wait to see what this is. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> okay. I'm not showing you any pictures or anything like that. All right. So this came out of Idaho. And it was an individual who was in the HOV lane or, you know, the ones where, you know, if you've got like car, kind of like the carpooling lane. So that's what they call it. He got pulled over for being in the carpool lane and he wasn't supposed to so he got a ticket for that now i know you're you're a huge rule follower but this could be controversial we might even want to do a a poll on that the reason why this made headlines jeff was that he was actually driving a hearse oh my goodness (laughs) so he thought that him being alive counted as a person and then the person in the back counted as a person, and he was not accepting of the ticket that he got because he's had the requirement of having two bodies to to be in in the HOV lane. So that was the kind of story. So he ended up getting a ticket, but. Jeff, I know you've got strong opinions on this. Is this a headline or is this a finish line? I'm not sure how to answer it, but I have an opinion on if he should have gotten a ticket or not. Yeah. He had a person with him. That's still a person. Right. I mean, does the rule? The rule, it doesn't say a live person, does it? Didn't no. say warm or cold? No. That's a. If you said, where's Uncle Bob? They're like, he's right there in that casket. <laughs> that's right. right. He's a person. Right. Uncle His Bob's soul there. is somewhere else, but his body's there that's right should not have gotten a ticket garbage on their police officer that pulled him over <laughs> he should be given a ticket right for poor judgment or something i don't know yeah 
Yeah, this is, I don't know if it's a headline or, or a finish line, but that's that's poorly done by the police officer. All right, I'm going to call that a headline because it sounds like the, the, the Idaho police officer. So here's my question to you, Jeff. Was he coming to or going away from from a funeral? Like you know, what I'm saying like, what oh, if yeah. what if he he was going in the in the carpool? Because <laughs> he was carpooling. I mean, he he was taking a, a body to another another spot. You know, so was he late going to deliver the body? Or I guess not. Or how about this? What if what if he was leading the procession? Oh, do and tell. All the cars with the headlights on. Or yeah. following them in the HOV lane. That's true. That could have been interesting. Wow. Well, then I guess they would have had to have some individuals with them as well, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So yeah, this was garbage. You know what? Idaho police worry about the moose in the yard. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Keep, keep the moose out of people's yards. But don't worry about the guy in the HOV lane with the dead body. It's another. It's a body. Yeah. It's another body. Two people. No problem. All right, to so our friend Richard who just moved out to Idaho, watch out. Yeah, I mean, Richard, help us out here. Yeah, make sure that you have living souls in in your in your car just so you don't get pulled over. All right, well, Jeff, you have always had good opinions about things. I think that you have scored that very well. That was 100%, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, of course your opinion is <laughs> the best one. So no. thanks for having me on. I thought that was kind of fun, and we'll hopefully maybe put some of these links out there. Please don't smoke while you run. Keep pizza where pizza should be, as at the restaurant or in a box. And I think, Jeff, your point, you know, have some fun. Be creative. Have life, some, life should be fun. Exactly. Let's, let's have some more fun out there. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 126 of the Big Ass Runner. Thanks to everybody that was involved with the show. The Big Ass Runner heard for all your great nominations to Stephen Pritt for joining the show and bring us this new fun segment. I love giving my opinion. It's fantastic. Also, a big kudos and shout out to... Exoskin, one of our partners here in the show. You guys know we love their products, their liners, their socks, their regular socks and toe socks. By the way, if you want to see a video about the differences between the two, I do one on YouTube. So check it out at Jeff Harrell. Well, with that, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. And said, hey, what were your favorite segments, Timmy Time, sh- Timmy Time songs? Hard to believe that we are nearly over with, that sounded weird.